Bam. We're live. 7 a.m. in California. 7 a.m. That means I've been awake already for an hour. When I do the 7 a.m. podcast, I get up at 6. Uh-oh. Better? Is my microphone on? Shite. How come I can't hear myself? External headphones. What if I do that? Now can I hear myself? I still can't hear myself. This is not a good morning. 701, the guest isn't here. My microphone's not working. And I've been awake for an hour. I get up at 6 a.m. to do the 7 a.m. podcast. Can someone let me know if they hear me? Very frustrating. External headphones built in. Default external headphones? What is going on this morning? Jason Smith is the guest. Yes, I hear. Thanks, Jim. I appreciate it. When you only have three listeners, it's hard to get someone to respond. So Jason Smith from South Africa was our guest this morning, finished 26th at the CrossFit Games this year. It's kind of remarkable to be one of the 40 fittest men on the planet, one of the 80 fittest humans, I guess. I, I wonder if the 80 fittest guys on the planet, I wonder, is, number, is number 38 Alexander Illen, is he fitter than Tia Toomey? Like, can you say it's the 40 fittest people on the planet or is like, are some of the chicks, some of the dudes? Uh Uh-oh, I think there he is. Well, we could just ask Jason Smith what he thinks. Yeah. (laughs) I think I'm on. Am I on? You are on. Can you hear me? Oh, awesome. Jason, question for you. How's it going? Good. How are you? Great. Thank you. Sorry I'm late. (laughs) Salutations out of the way. No problem. Okay. You were actually 10 minutes early. That's just how long it takes the signal to go from South Africa to uh, the United States. Are uh, you excited? Yes. How excited are you over there in South Africa and watching the rest of the world fucking fall apart? You're like, yeah, welcome to my fucking world, guys. Welcome exactly. to my world. Like a exactly. little party, like a little excited. You're like, yeah, Australia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Take that lockdown. Oh, yeah, yeah US. We're not, that, we're not that bad anymore. <laughs> oh, I know. I, but, but you guys have your own problems. But it must be fun to just like watching like, oh, yeah, cool. I hope, I hope yeah. you fucking Americans implode fighting about it, whether you're male <laughs> or female. I hope you guys really fight that one out. I try actually not get involved in all the politics and everything else going on around the world. You try and concentrate on your own things. You know what I'm saying? All right, all right. Yeah. I'll, I'll believe you. But if I, were, if I was you, I've been to South <laughs> Africa a few times. There's some scary shit over there. If I was over there, I would be like, yeah, I am so stoked. Yeah, exactly. These fucking Americans and Canadians and UK fucks, take some of that exactly. as you watch us chew on our own arms. Yeah, exactly. It's so Everyone has their own problems, though. Yeah, except, except, except we're making our problems up. We have it too easy over here. 
So we make up yeah, our I own I think shit. the rest of the world, first class uh, or first world countries, they try and create issues. Yes. For the, you know, for people. Whereas us third world countries, we, we have our own issues that we try and box through every single day. Yes. So it's just something that we used to. <laughs> It is, it is, it is absolutely nuts here. Uh, we live in a weird world uh, on one, on one hand, like I, you know, a lot of people are really frustrated with how rich some people are, but on the other yeah. hand, we should be cheering our fellow man on like, holy shits, like exactly dudes are launching themselves in the space. How come we can't all be excited for those guys? It's yeah, their fucking exactly. money. We should be so yeah. excited. Yeah, we crazy, should be as yeah. excited about Bezos going to space that a 37 year old geezer can make it to the crossfit games i mean these are amazing <laughs> these are amazing feats oh thanks a lot um do you even think of yourself as as old or or no you, you don't right i'm I guessing keep, or do uh, you uh, i'm getting annoyed by the word old because i yeah. don't think 37 is actually that old yeah well is it's it? because you hate no no it's not old no, it's but not. the problem is you hang out with with babies and so it makes you look Well, old. that's the thing, yeah. When you're comparing 19-year-olds and 21 and 23-year-olds against a 37-year-old, then I suppose it is old. But um, in retrospect, 37, I mean, I feel like I I'm, I'm, I'm should be retiring. <laughs> I think but it's actually not that old. Most, I think most men, and I could be wrong, I was a late bloomer, but I think most yeah. men are able to ejaculate by the age of 15 and make babies, which then would make it so you could be Justin Medeiros's dad. <laughs> yeah, true. How old is he, actually? I think he's I think 22, isn't it? 22. Oh, uh, you, if you want to say he's 23 to make yourself feel better, go ahead. Make, yeah, make myself feel better. <laughs> 20, and, and, and that's the only reason that's why mad. you... That, that's the only reason why you seem old. If yeah, you were, suppose, if you yeah. if you were hanging out with me, like on this podcast, everyone's like, "Will be no one will fixate on you being old." People will be like, "Seven, yeah. you should save that beard. You, you look like you're 60. <laughs> yeah, I still look young. I still feel young, young at heart. So, yeah, I'm I, I consider myself young. From 2013 to 2021, you have held that title of the fittest man in, in Africa. Africa. Yes. Yeah, that's incredible. And and I Thank have you. to I have to assume you haven't been injury free all of those years, no. right? No, definitely not. So some of those yeah, years I've had you my fair share of injuries. It's uh, uh actually this year was probably my worst year from January up until now. I've been nursing a back injury quite badly. I actually wasn't even going to come to the games this year. Um I was advised by my doctor, I went and saw a specialist and he advised not to go to the games and compete because of the heavy load and the lifting that you're going to be doing and, you know, the intensity over four days is, is probably not the best thing for your body. So I actually sent an email to CrossFit uh, support and I sent the guys an email and said, listen, I'm going to have to unfortunately withdraw. And um, I, uh, I slept on it that night and I woke up and I was like, actually, you know what? I've got the opportunity. I've qualified. Um, I mean, you never know what happens next year with COVID and lockdowns and restrictions. I thought, while I've got the opportunity, I'm actually just going to make my way over there, compete, and see what happens. And, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I did. Why is your audio better than the when I do a podcast with someone who's just 30 miles away from me? Incredible. I have no idea. 
Um, so I'm glad you can hear me. <laughs> are, are you freaking out in the morning when you wake up? Like, oh shit, I got to unsend that email. I got, are you like a dear Dave? I did. Someone hacked my email account. <laughs> this is absurd. I would never pull out. I mean, how do you, how do you unwind that? Are you panicking? Like they may have already given you. Well, to be honest, to be honest, it actually happened three or four times. So I sent back the email and, back to and forth. Honey, I love you. Honey, forth. I don't really love you. Honey, I want to get married. It was actually now. one of those. <laughs> I love this. Okay, give me the juicy details. So what happened? Uh, I saw a specialist. He uh -huh. said he advised not to. So that was the day I thought, okay, let me listen to him. He knows what he's talking about. So I sent the email. Then I slept on it and I woke up there in the morning. I was like, actually, you know what? I'm going to try and make an effort to come. Um, so please don't post anything because I thought they would go straight onto social media and say Jason Smith's withdrawn. So I was like, actually, just hold up, please. I'm going to go see my Cairo. Um, and he, I uh, trust with my life. I've been seeing him since 2012. So I went and saw him a couple of days later and he said, you know what? And he was on the same kind of page as me. He said, You're, you've got to look after your body, firstly. And he says, you've done this before, so you don't need to prove anything to anyone. So then I, I kind of took his advice and I thought, you know what, let me try and nurture this and then make the effort next year. Recover well this year, go back next year. And then, so I sent that email again. Actually, I, this was a couple of days later. I said, actually, I'm going to withdraw. This is, you know, I've had my second opinion. And then um, same thing happened. I slept on it. And I said to my wife, I was like, I woke up in the morning, I was like, actually, you know what, screw it. I'm just going to go. If, if I injure myself, then so be it. I'll, I'll just, you know, see what happens. So, yeah, and I'm glad I went. <laughs> for for those for those well, that's good to hear. For those of you who don't know, um, the, the CrossFit Games are. Uh, we're not talking about um, running a marathon. We are talking about five or six days of just complete, absolute physical, psychological, and emotional beatdown. It's the last two that most people I don't think even realize when you push your body yeah. that hard physically, the, um, the sure. intellect and the emotions start to play massive tricks on you. It, oh, yeah. It, it's weird. So many people don't talk about it. It's hard to talk about because it's so... Yeah. I can point so to your back pain. and be like, man, your back looks hurt. Or I can point at your shoulders and be like, man, you look buff. But it's hard to be like, man, yeah. Jason Smith's emotions, man. It's Yeah, it's intense, right? I mean, you've yeah, seen those sure. games where you've seen those games in um, – I, specifically, I'm remembering in Madison. I think it's – well, it's obviously one of the years Tia won. But you looked around and every single girl on the floor was crying. Yeah. <laughs> like like they all found out that their bo boyfriends <laughs> had just broken just up with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Sure. Yeah, I know. The boys don't do that. Boys don't cry. We have our tear ducts removed at the age of we keep 17. It inside. If you have good yeah, parents, exactly. they just take out your tear ducts and you. Uh... <laughs> how many, speaking of crying, how many kids do you have? I've got three. Three. Yeah, uh, two uh, boys, one girl. Um, I went on a vacation with some friends one time uh, to Hawaii and we. we Every, all the plans got canceled while we were there, so we ended up just sitting by the pool for like five days, us and this other family. And the other family, um, all of their kids were grown up, like in their 30s. And the, the father leans over to me. He goes, you know one of your kids cries about every eight minutes. I'm like, fuck you. No, they don't. And then like, I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> they do. They do. <laughs> yeah, you don't notice that as a parent because there's always an issue. Either 
seeing to one or seeing to the other and then someone points something out you're like uh actually yeah you might be right did you want to have kids yes yeah and and th- probably not as all... early as we did um but you know uh we thought yeah let's just give it a try and then straight away it was number one <laughs> yeah and, and then and then the others just start coming right and then Is they just flowed. Yeah, we had yeah. yeah. So we had the first one, which was a boy. Uh, second one was a boy. That was two years apart. Um, and then we actually thought, okay, two is enough. You know, I'm happy. You know, you also don't want to run into complications like birth or sorry, it's my phone. Hello. Um, anything? Jason yeah, Smith here. How can I help you? <laughs> So you don't want to run into any complications and issues. And so we thought, okay, let's draw the line at two. And then the wife kind of, you know, three years later started saying, you know, how's about a third? Um, and I was like, no, let's, you know, we're out of the nappies. We're out of the feeding. It's out the chair. They can look after What are themselves. nappies? Diapers? They, nappies or diapers? Diapers, yeah. Sorry. Okay. No, it's um, Teach me something. So they got to, Yeah. So, you know, they're kind of looking after themselves and then you've got to go all the way back to baby stage. And we thought, I said, no, I'm over that stage. But, uh, yeah, just a little bit of convincing. And, uh, yeah, then we decided to have a third. So for the first two, we didn't find out what we were having. We only found out at birth. And the third one, we also did the same. And uh, I was convinced it was going to be a boy and I was dreading it because... We had two boys, and I was like, oh, my goodness, there's another monster on its way. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it came out, and it was a girl, and I was just over the moon. That's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, she's, she's my little princess. So my my so wife cute. threatens me. She's like, if, if you get me pregnant again, I swear to God, I'll give you three girls. I'll give you triplets. <laughs> and I'm like, she In doesn't understand. Yeah, that would be am- I would love that. She's, oh, like, yeah, she's, for sure. she's not threatening me. She doesn't realize <laughs> Yeah, we we uh I, we were in the we were never gonna have kids. We never wanted to have kids. And then the same thing, like just one day, she was just like, "Hey, you know, I want to have one." I was like, "Yeah, sure, whatever, let's have one." And then you're oh right. really oh awesome. Then, and then the next two just came, and it's just and then like, it just okay. flows. Yeah, yeah no. now we have now we have three kids. And I tell her, I said, yeah. "Hey, you know, I want more." And she say to me, "Do you really want more?" And I go, "Baby, I didn't want the ones we have." So like <laughs> like what's a, what's another one? Like, yeah, you know, just, like yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's just so I actually I actually chatted to uh, Travis Mayer. He's he's now just had his fourth. I yeah. think beginning of this year. Yeah. And um so we both had three and he was like the difference between three and four, he said is a huge change. He said the one, two and three you can handle, you know, it's just another kid in the in the house. But he says that switch from three to four is is quite a big difference. So yeah, we're happy with three and that's that's where we draw in the line. So yeah. Do you have dogs? We had two. We have now one. So, um, one passed away last year. I, I almost agree with Travis. I don't agree with this, and maybe maybe we can team up on him. I think one kid is 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 doable. Um, two kids is hard, and three is not now thirty three percent harder. It's a whole. No. It's like because I had three dogs once too, and the jump from two dogs to three dogs is nuts. But the jump from two kids to three kids is is absolute insanity because now all of a sudden, you, it's like you turn from you, you you turn from like a prison warden to a sheep herder. Like when you have one or two, you can just <laughs> yeah. grab them and handle your shit. Yeah, what are you yeah, doing? You just just grab them in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, it's like holy shit. One's always slipping away. 
So I think I think with our third, because there's <laughs> what's the gap? I think it's five years, four mm-hmm. years. So the gap four years, my oldest is now six years older than my daughter. So when we had her, he kind of took the role of like, you know, looking after her and I think with the two boys being older, it kind of lessens the pressure on us looking after her like we did with the first two, um, which helped a lot. And there starts to become some like benign neglect. Each kid you go further. You know, it's like we had this dog before we had kids and it was like one of us was always holding it or touching it. And by the time we had two kids, our dog got hit by a car. I mean, he didn't die, but it was like, like no one's watching him. I mean, you know what I mean? He would have never got hit by a car if we had kids, if we didn't have kids. Yeah, for sure. No, I understand. Um, where did you, how did you hurt your back and, and where did you hurt it? <clears throat> so I've, over the years, I think from t- just the heavy lifting, squatting, training, um, I think it's just deteriorated the, the disc between my L4 and L5. And yeah, I always, I, I had a bad back injury in 2013 and I slipped two discs quite badly. And I just think since then, it's just never recovered properly. And, you know, you're always training. And, you know, as CrossFitters, we want to train all the time. And so you just actually never really heal properly. And, uh, yeah, I think it's just taking its toll now with, you know, obviously me getting older and whatnot. It's never going to fully recover. So I'm actually at the moment just trying to lay off the heavy lifting. I obviously still do some lifting, but it's not extreme crazy weights, you know, the 160 or 150 kilo squat cleans and squat snatches. Um, even with the squats at the moment, I'm just like doing recovery squats pretty much every second, third day. So yeah, I think from now going forward, it's just going to be maintenance. It's not going to be trying to PR every week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, 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 tr- I'm looking at your Instagram to see if I have to call bullshit on you for the heavy lifting. No, actually you look like you, you look like you haven't taken it. Uh, the last, and I don't post, post much, so you probably won't see anything. Yeah. The last, po- yeah, it's all the way back basically to May 6th before the game, before you posted actually doing any heavy lifting. I mean, you got the bench yeah. press, but that doesn't count. You could bench press with no back, no, right? Exactly. Just remove exactly. my spine. And that's all I'm doing at the moment. Yeah, just lying down and benching. <laughs> Are you enjoying it? What, the, the training at the moment? Yeah, uh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to do it at least once a week, uh, once or twice a week, just to maintain that strength. I think it's pretty good. I never used to do it before. Um, and then I think it was in 2018, they had the regional workout. It was Linda with the bench, the squat clean. And uh, yeah, that bench almost killed me because it's something that we've never really... You know, as CrossFitters, you think benching is more for like the power lifters and the, the bodybuilders and whatnot. But uh, we never actually threw it into our training. So now I do it at least once a week. I, I really, um, when I when I used to work at CrossFit, every Saturday morning I'd wake up at 6 a.m. and I would do this workout. Um, I would ride my motorcycle. It was an excuse to ride my motorcycle. And I'd ride my motorcycle to the office 11 miles away. And I would do this workout. And it was, I would basically, I, I can't remember the exact reps. I think I would do 10 bench at 135. And then I would do a farmer carry over to the pegboard and do one pegboard. Oh, awesome. And I would do 10 rounds of that. Yeah, just a slow, you know what I mean? 
just yeah, like an not old, for Tom or anything. It's yeah, just I'm just an it was a, yeah, just an old man workout. Just some pegboard to show off. <laughs> I think I'm gonna yeah. try that actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, just bench press, farmer carry across, you know, 20 yards, and then pegboard, oh, and then perfect. and then you got to carry the farmer yeah. carry back. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know your body so well. You've pushed your body so hard. Yes. Why allow a doctor to be involved in the decision of whether you're going to go to the CrossFit Games? So, like, um, my whole family has COVID right now. And, like, I don't let yeah. anything – like, I still go to the beach. I still go to the skate park. I still yeah. – um, like, I'm a little – I'm a little – you know, I've upped my vitamin C intake from – zero yeah. to 10 to 20,000 milligrams a day. But like I have yeah. changed nothing. I treat it just like nothing. the flu. My, my throat gets yeah. a little sore at night. I drink some tea. I still drink from the same cup as my wife and my kids. Like I'm given like, fuck you. I feel great. I'm still getting, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still only sleeping exactly. five or six hours a night. I haven't changed a thing. Um, yeah. I, I should say I haven't changed a thing. The other yesterday I was just going to do a hundred burpees for time. And I was like, ah, maybe I won't do that. So I, I'm, 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 but 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 same as if I had a flu, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm listening to yeah, myself. Sure. Being, being cautious. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? Um, two questions. So why listen to yeah. a doctor? And did the, when you told the doctor you were going to go, was he like? Uh, was he like? Did he slap your wrist? No. Okay. So he obviously knows CrossFit and CrossFit training, and he knows the intensity that our bodies go through. Right. Um. So he, or at least he, he pretends advised, to know. At least he pretends to know like me. Yeah. We pretend to know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So he advised it's probably not a good idea. But another reason why I went and saw him was because I wanted to know the severity of the injury. So I went for a CT scan to actually go onto my back and see exactly what's going on. And he could tell or he could see that, you know, there's a bulging disc and that's what's causing the pain. It's pinching the nerves. Um so that was that was the gist of it to see how severe it was because of I mean I'm struggling to sometimes get dressed in the morning because when I bend over, you know it's that sharp of a pain. So if there was something serious, then you would be able to pick it up. But with it being not so serious, he advised maybe it's not a good option to do it. But he said he didn't say no or completely no. He said he had advised not to go to the games. But if you do, you're going to have to be very cautious. And you, you, if you do injure yourself, it's not going to be life-threatening. So you're not going to be paralyzed if, you know, something slips or a disc or a bulge or, you know, pinching the nerves and stuff. So that's basically why I went and saw him. And I was like, okay, you know, I'm not going to land up in a wheelchair or they're not going to wheel me off in a stretcher off the competition floor. Isn't and then, that... Yeah. Um, he told you to be careful at the CrossFit Games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just be careful. Um, yeah, my main. It's like handing then, your then, kid a box of rubber bands and some yeah, marbles exactly. and be like, "Hey, be careful." <laughs> it's like you're like, dude. But then, you're, yeah, no. And then you don't you're know what... crying in minutes. Exactly, and then you don't know what's coming up. So we didn't know any of the workouts. So now you're like, okay, well, what's going to happen? Workout one might be a max squat clean or max deadlift, and then there's me out the competition. So, yeah. But I also, when I went and saw my, my Cairo for a second opinion, <coughs> he kind of said the same thing, but he also said to me, he said, you know, marathon runners, he had a marathon runner come and see him that's having 
sore, sore ankles and hips and everything. So he's actually going for his 10th marathon run, which is quite a, uh, it's quite a feat because it's a, it's a hundred kilometer run and he's going for his 10th year, but he's struggling to practice on the road as running. So my Cairo said to him, he said, well, is running the only way you're going to keep fit for this race? He said, no. So he said, jump onto a bike, lay off the legs. You know, you don't have to mm. go running on the road to stay mm. fit. You can stay fit by other means. And that's exactly what I did. So I took that advice and I was like, actually, you know what? He's, he's right. I don't need to do heavy squats to keep my legs strong. I don't need to do heavy weightlifting to, you know, to stay strong as well with the weightlifting. I can just maintain and then I'll be strong enough. When, if I need to and when I need to, then that's when I'll push the body. But, you know, in practice and training and stuff, you don't need to. So I kind of took that advice and I was like, Actually, you know what? You're all right. Let me just you go give it a shot. It, it, it's weird being um, top 30 fittest guy in the world and then waking up in the morning and like reaching for a coffee cup and feeling like your back's going to go out, huh? Oh, no, it's terrible. Uh, actually, it's a trip. I, yeah, but I, th- I think obviously that's, that's in the morning when I wake up. But by the time I get to the gym, I do a bit of warm-up laps, warm the back up nicely. I actually start feeling a lot better. But, yeah, uh, I'm exactly the same. I, yeah. I literally, like when I get out of bed in the morning, I'm like every morning, it's not pain. It just feels like my torso is going to fall off my waist. <laughs> but yeah. literally after a cup of coffee in an hour, it's like it completely goes yeah, you away. You actually feel fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I it, think that might be the, the age thing coming into play a little bit. Um, and I've been doing CrossFit since 2008. So, you know, for 13 years, it, it, I think it's just taking its toll on the body a little bit. Are you? Were you in the military? No. How, how did you come across? Or 2008 is pretty early. How did you come across? Very CrossFit? early, yeah. So we had a gym. I think it was one of the first affiliate. I, I don't know if they're affiliated or not. Um, in 2008, one of the first gyms in the country. And my brother actually convinced me to go through and try it out. I was always involved in gym, so I went and did like, not serious, but I was doing like just normal bodybuilding training. Um, and then he, yeah, he eventually convinced me to go to a CrossFit class. Was and he the in day the I went was that no, no, he's younger than me, uh, four years. And so, sorry, yeah. what were you going to say? And then the day you went, you were just hooked. Yeah. So the day I started CrossFit was the same day I canceled my gym contract. It was amazing. It was so awesome. And what city are you in? In Johannesburg. And is, Johannesburg. And is that, um, uh, they tried, uh, the security at the Johannesburg Airport tried to mug me once. It was That's really, yeah. really an That's amazing, crazy. really an amazing um, thing. Like, like I never thought that that could possibly happen. Like the security Seriously? would try to mug me. Like as I was going through the scanner, I was Seriously, landing in Johannesburg. Yeah, it was nuts. He's like, I see your wallet, <laughs> and I didn't even know I was being mugged. It's actually the second or third time in my life that someone tried to mug me, and I and I wasn't aware of what was going on. And if I would have been That's aware, weird. I probably would have given over my wallet, but I wasn't aware. There was a communication <laughs> issue. Oh, really? And he had a really small window where he could where he could get me, because it was oh, as yeah. I was going through one of the scanners. It was it was it's a good story. Oh, I should that's tell crazy. Yeah, anything will happen here in Joburg, so. Yeah. yeah, he was wearing the whole security outfit. He was all professional. And then all of a sudden, when we had that few seconds of a loan where I was going through the scanner, he was like trying to get money out of my wallet. And I'm like, yo, yo, what are you doing? Like they that's told nice. me I didn't have to. Yeah, it was great. And it's oh, a beautiful airport. It's like 
No, no, this is very nice. Yeah, you would never think you would get mugged. When, when was that? What year was that? Uh, it could have been. I don't know if it was ten or twenty years ago. I honestly oh, I don't wow. remember. Yeah, that's a long time ago. I used to go to Africa a bunch, and no matter it's 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 back then. I don't know if it's still like that, but basically, when you wanted to move around Africa, even if you wanted to go one country over, it seemed like you had to go back to South Africa because that's where all the oh, flights really? were coming out of. Yeah, so like if oh, I was wow. going from like Kenya to Malawi or Mozambique or wherever I was going, I had to first back go to, to South, South Africa. Africa. Yeah. Yeah, At I least that's the way the, change now. Yeah. the tickets were set up. Oh. Um, so, so 2008 you start, and it's 2021. So what is that? That Holy cow. 13? That's a long time. Right? Yeah, 13, 13 14 years. years. Yeah. And I've when been I, competing since 2009. And what so was I did your, the very first, uh, I think they were called sectionals back in the day. Yes, sir. Before regionals, yeah. So 2009 was my first sectional, and I've been doing them ever since 2009. If um if Brian were here, he'd be giving you all sorts. That's the co-host. Sometimes he'd be giving you all sorts of fancy stats about yourself you didn't know. Oh really? Oh awesome. yes. Maybe we'll do it again and get him on here. Oh, um, so you, so you start in 2009. And by the way, I w- when I was when I'm looking at the leaderboard here, you actually took in event. What was event number two? So remember? event number two, yes, was the pig flip. Uh, was the sled carry, the pig flip, the muscle-ups, pig flip, sled carry. Yeah, isn't that amazing? And you did great on that one. Yeah, came fourth, I think. Yeah, you beat everyone in the top ten in that workout except for Pat Vellner. Yeah, that was awesome. It was such a lucky workout. And I was yeah. actually worried about that workout because of the pig and right. my back. Right. And I actually had visions of me bombing out in event two at the CrossFit Games. I was like, this better not happen. So, and it actually went so well. And I've never, I've never touched a pig before. So that was amazing. Yeah, that's remarkable. I guess that speaks to the, um, the efficacy of CrossFit as a, as a training program. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like kind of prepares you for everything. And I love doing different things. Um, even that the kayak across the lake, it was, it was so awesome. Are Not so much the swim, but the kayak was amazing. <laughs> You're the first person I've heard say that. That's awesome. It was painful, and it was so tedious, and just I mean, I was going through so much pain. But uh, but like I said, I just enjoy those different things that you're not doing every day in the gym. You know, you're getting out of your comfort zone. I love it. What was painful about the kayak? So, for me, I didn't just get on the kayak and put the oar in the water and just try to sail across the water. I actually had to make up quite a bit of ground because my swimming is so terrible or so shit that I had to make up quite a lot of positions. And I saw the guys, they weren't that far ahead of me that I could actually make up quite a few spots. Um, And luckily I did. I had to push from start all the way to the end. And luckily I did because I passed, I think, probably about 10 guys. Wow. Um, so that put me into the top 20, which I was hoping for a top 20 in that event. So, yeah, I'm actually glad I did push. But it's like you just – your body was so sore, my shoulders, my traps. But, uh, yeah, it was worth it, definitely worth it. When you're at the games, um, are, are the other – do the other athletes show you any deference or respect because you've been around so long? Like did anyone or just another guy? No, not at all. I think, yeah, I kind of, you know, I, I feel like – 
part of the crew with the guys as well. You know, I've been around quite a few years. I've competed against them at different competitions, i.e. Dubai. So, you know, it's kind of like you with the crew as well. They don't see me as, well, at least I don't think, as the older guy, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. But in other interviews, you have said that people don't, especially this year, see you as a threat, right? Like they see yeah. you as... Yeah, I wouldn't think so, but yeah, I mean, it's a little bit hard. They, you know, each to their own. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. I think maybe in some events I am a threat, in some events I'm not. But I think everyone's like that. Um, I, th I think I'm not going to go and win the games, but I think if my body is, I mean, I probably went into the games at 70% this year or less. Um, but I think if I'm like 90 to 100%, I could definitely make the top 10. It's very achievable for me. Um, and if the events go well and everything goes to plan, I think a top five is even achievable for me at this stage where I am now. Um, I, I found CrossFit at 34. And when I was 37 um, is when I realized that like I really needed to start warming up. So like at 34, I could still like just jump into a workout. And then at 37, I was like, oh, shit, like I, I really yeah. should be sweating. I should be a full sweat before, before like, I do start. something for time. Yeah. Like now at 49, sure. if, I, if I were to just jump on the assault bike and go as hard as I could, something would happen to me. Like I would. Get oh, yeah, hurt. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, uh, definitely. Are you noticing always yes. warm up pretty good? Are you noticing like, hey, every I have to be already fit just to start a workout? No, I never used to warm up. Um, I'd always just get to the gym, drop my bag, turn the music on, set the timer, and just go. Um, but now it's at least at least 10, 15 minutes, just warm up, get a PVC pipe, loosen up a little bit at least because, you know, everything's so tight. And so, yeah, I, I can definitely feel it, especially this year. Well, um, if you wouldn't have found CrossFit, what would your um, – are, are you basically making a living with, with all things CrossFit, whether it's training, no. your program? No. So you have, you no, have all sorts all. of side no. hustles going. Yes, yeah, yeah, as much as I can. So I work with my father in, in a business. <coughs> um, we own a company together, and then I work with my friend. We do uh, like um, shop installs and renovations and stuff. So yeah, there's a lot lot going on besides just training. And, and then obviously um, we own the, the two gyms as well. And, and what are the gyms names? So CrossFit Kyle Army and CrossFit Sunning Hill. Wow, two CrossFit gyms. Yeah. And how many CrossFit gyms are there in Africa? Do you know or in South Africa? I'm I'm actually not sure. I think the last I heard was 160 ish or wow. 180. Holy yeah, shit. In South Africa. Yeah. It was, I think, at a time over 200, but with, uh, I think, the recession and everything, not the recession, the COVID with lockdowns and everything, I think a lot dropped off and unaffiliated. And then, obviously, we had that whole thing with Greg Glassman last year. I think a few unaffiliated after that as well. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm, I don't know how any gyms are surviving in the majority of the United States. I don't know about the, or, or places like France or any of these places with these crazy lockdowns, Australia. It, it, it's, I, know, it's crazy. I, I really don't know how they're doing it. I mean, it's hard enough running a gym without 
being told you can't have any customers. For sure, for sure, for sure. But no, when no. You're, <laughs> when you're told you can't open your door, it's like... Oh, no, that's crazy. But I think, yeah. well, not I think, but I'm sure some places at least are getting some sort of compensation. Um, here we don't really get, well, we don't get, I know. Um, so, yeah, we, we've actually had to keep the doors open as much as possible. Is um is South Africa pretty lenient about that stuff? They are. Um, I mean, obviously, we had the heavy lockdown last year, which was for about five, four or five months, wow. which we were completely closed. Yeah, and that put quite a damper on everything. Yeah, we lost majority of our members. But I think, with, I mean, this is obviously worldwide, so it's happening everywhere. So it's not just us. Everyone's going through it. Um, and obviously, people are losing jobs. I mean, companies are having to shut down left, right, and center. It's, it's just, yeah, it's actually terrible what's going on. Have you, have, have you had any members die from COVID? Uh, no. We've had relatives like fathers and mothers passing away, but no members. Have you ever heard of, have you heard of any CrossFitters who've died from COVID? Mm, no. No, I haven't. Have you? The one very, very early on. Oh, really? Yeah, he was. An, he oh, was. Wow. Uh, he was obese. Um, okay. He was a Italian guy who was training out. If if my memory serves me correctly, an Italian guy who was training out of uh, some gym in Belgium. Um, oh wow! I, I heard he was a smoker. I mean, you could tell he was he was obese, but he was beloved by yeah. the community because he was. A, I think he judged a lot of the games, but but he fit the profile of. Of the people the who are dying, victim. yeah, uh, but yeah. It, but it is it is fascinating to me. It is fascinating to me that um, that I, 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 as grotesque as this sound, I would be very. It's not that I want to see someone, but it's 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 fascinating to me that that no one who actually practices the CrossFit protocol has died. It, sorry, yeah. that's not what's fascinating to me. What's fascinating to me <laughs> is that it's so obvious what's going on and that the, yeah. the gyms aren't flooded. Like you should have a line out the door saying, Oh my God, Jason, can you save me? I'm scared. Yeah. And you can be like, well, I can't save you, but I can put you around but a group of people. Who, yes. I can put you around a group of people who you'll see have taken accountability for their lives. And if you copy for them sure. and we all keep mirroring each other, I can so give you I support. Think, of, no, actually, you know what I mean? Like I can yeah, give I you, I, so but, but you would get hung if you said that. If you give no, people no. the answer, you would be considered. Um, we we have a we had a politician here in the United States, and in, uh, uh, I'm trying to remember her name. Blonde lady, she owned a CrossFit gym. I think she actually maybe owned a gym with Travis Mayer at some point, but she got vilified. I can't remember whether she said I the 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 you don't know what's true in the news anymore. But I think uh, Marjorie Marjorie Green and I and the oh, yeah. news vilified her. And I don't remember if they were saying they were saying stuff like Marjorie Green says Jews are shooting lasers out of their eyes and starting forest fires. It's just crazy <laughs> like shit like that. And I don't know whether she said that stuff or not, but. She was posting videos of herself working out, and she was basically saying, "Hey, everyone should be doing CrossFit, which we know is a nutritional yeah. a whole lifestyle program, yeah. and you'll be and you'll be exempt from dying from COVID." And the media here, uh, just like, yeah, can imagine thrashed her, days. yeah, and it's like, oh, like, dude, like she she is actually telling the truth. Yeah, sift through your yeah. personal disbeliefs or arguments or or like even yeah. if the. Even if, like, let's say she was the most anti-Semitic racist person ever. Like, like separate that 
and yeah, like, not, like get that gem. Yeah. And I'm not yeah, saying she is anti-Semitic. Cool. Like I, I never did the fact check on that, but <laughs> oh no, it's crazy. But that was actually our marketing ploy after the heavy lockdown and the okay. gym started opening. Okay. We, you, we kind of said uh, the only, not, we didn't say the only way we said kind of the way you're going to beat this thing is by staying fit, staying healthy, staying active. And that was like, we didn't put it in that kind of context, but you know, you know, you're going to be a lot better off training and staying healthy than sitting at home and trying to defend yourself from a virus. Um, don't you know? Don't shelter yourself at home. Rather get out there. So yeah, yeah it actually worked because our gyms. I mean, it once did we work. opened, we lost. A, yeah, we lost a lot of members, but I think within the first month or two, we gained probably all of them back. Not the same members. We actually doubled membership, and that was from brand new people coming through the door. It wasn't even existing members. So, so yeah. You, so you think that there is some like holy shit? I don't want to die. I'm going to go to this CrossFit gym. And you know what's crazy? No matter how great you tell people it is, it's even better, right? Because you think you're going to go there and just work out. But really, you're going to be around Jason, and you're going to see him drinking water. And then they're going to be like, Jason, why don't you drink Gatorade? And then you'll be like, oh, because actually um, that doesn't increase your electrolytes, and that actually damages you. And and they learn all that shit, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of an eye-opener. But it's also yeah. the community there. Get involved in a community, yes. and it's not just going to a gym, training by yourself with headphones on, and then going home. You know, you're communicating with other people and like-minded people as well. So yeah, it's great. Are you cool as shit? Are you like the nicest like guy to, in your I'd, gym? I'd like to think so, but I think I'm also a bit of a dick as well sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, in your in your gym, do your customers like you? Like, do they get excited when they see you? Do you smile? I think you know, uh, yes. Like, yeah. Yes, yeah. I try to be as kind to my members as possible. Um, there's obviously the odd few that you need to just, you know, crack the whip a little bit, but they know who they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they also probably come there for that. Exactly, yeah. They need uh, discipline. Right. And that's why I'm there. <laughs> right. But but you're engaged with your membership. Yes, definitely. Yeah, all the time. We try. We've actually started trying to involve ourselves and the members with each other a lot more than what we used to. Um, I've actually said this to many people, but I think COVID and lockdown, the heavy lockdown was probably the best thing for our gym. Um, It actually changed the way, a lot of the way that we were working and how we were doing things in the gym. And um, it actually made our gym so much better, both gyms. I'm seeing a trend here. This is the guy that, um, the only guy I've heard who said he liked the kayak and he passed 10 people. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> locked the lockdown. <laughs> and, it, and the lockdown made him a better person. This is some good mind shit. No, yeah, definitely. Mindset. But uh, yeah. Um, someone wrote in the comments here because we are, I don't know, if, did I tell you we're live? Oh, shit. No, you didn't. Yeah, you've, okay, you've, you've awesome. behaved very well. Um, someone said, oh, so cool. glad to see Jason on. He's an amazing athlete and doesn't get enough coverage. Um, it's great hearing the membership of his gyms increased. I agree. That's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, no, it's, it was amazing. Uh, Jim, Jim Kleesis says, I agree about the warm up discussion. I'm 52 years old. I show up for a class 20 minutes early just to warm up for the warm up. I take, I know that's what I do. Hey, quiet, quiet. I have to oh, do is that, that too. I, no, no, that's you. <laughs> but I have to do it too. I can hear my kid. I do the snap, the, the dad snap. Hey, hey. Yeah, I was like, get to the room, close the door. 
I um I take my um son to um this uh, a professional skateboarder um to l- train with him once in a while. Okay. Yeah. And um he, he's he's a pretty uh pretty famous guy in the area. He's got a huge YouTube channel. I'm trying to, uh, his name is Josh. I wish I could remember the name of his YouTube channel. I should plug it. It's like Pro Skate Park Lessons or something. Big YouTube channel. And yeah. he's well known in the area and but it's not cheap. It's expensive as shit. And so before I always try to get there an hour early so Mm. that my kid is fully dressed and warmed up so that the second the coach shows up there, like they don't have to dilly dally. Right. Yeah. The clock, the clock is starting. Don't worry. It's my show. Your kid can yell all they want. Don't, don't even, don't even stress. Yeah. They're just shouting in the background. Yeah. Just tell me if it's in the way. Nah, nah, nah. It's, it's uh. you can take a pee break on this show. You can do whatever you want. Oh, awesome. (laughs) Um, very casual are you at home yes and and what is that what, what is that painting that looks like more like a painting i'd see at a coffee shop yeah just did you paint that oh, okay. to, no i probably could have but uh <laughs> just started to pull <laughs> the wall hey I, I don't understand that painting we'll look at it I only put up yeah. artists that I think I can do their work. Like, look, look, like I don't know if can you see the look, look, look at the pictures I have. These are the pictures. Uh, yeah, yeah, your kids. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. My whole bedroom is full of those. Oh, really? Yeah, I've got them all over my cupboard as well on the inside. On the uh, inside. <laughs> Matt, who's the producer of the show, just put a link to the um, guy my kid goes to for skate lessons in case anyone wants to see who that is. Okay, that's cool. That's very cool. Is there another year in you? And how close is the guy behind you? In South Africa? Yeah, the guy who's nipping at your heels. Yeah. How close is he and is there another year in you? I'd like to think there's another year. Um, I've always said that I'll compete as long as I'm able to. Um, you know, I'm just like like I said with the back injury and everything. I'm just trying to maintain my training and just I'd like to see how far I can go with that. Because um, I'm I'm I, I think I'm kind of done now with training till injury, which is what I've been doing probably the last year year and a half. So I'll see how long this maintenance goes and if I can still level that I'm able to, you know, with the games and uh, Dubai champs and all those, um, all the major competitions. So I'll see how long I can go. And I'd like to carry on for as long as I'm able to. Like I said, I said the day that I stop competing is probably the day I'm going to lose interest in, you know, CrossFit and this and that. So I'm hoping to go for as long as possible. Um, I always said as long as Sam Briggs is competing, I'll be competing as well. <laughs> Crazy, <laughs> She's yeah. the female side and I'll, I'll be the male side, so I actually don't mind. I'll keep going as long as she does. Would you, um, would you do Masters? I'm not sure. I get asked that all the time, but I just I, – I don't know. I haven't really thought of Masters yet now because I think I'm still – I can be competitive in the individual uh, stage or section, so – I haven't really thought about it. I think maybe I would. Um, but also, you know, you don't really get as much coverage as the Masters. Um, sponsors also, you know, they <laughs> want to see you on the main stage where you don't really get the airtime or right. the coverage as a Masters athlete. So I'd like to stay with the individuals pretty as, as long as I can. 
you when you qualified this year did you also get a letter saying you qualified for the masters like do you get two invites yeah yeah so i got two emails um and then obviously we had to do the as an individual you do the quarterfinals and i think the masters did a quarterfinals a week or two after us and you just don't do those i just i didn't even bother about the masters because i knew i was going for the individual Right. Um, so I didn't even bother. I didn't even accept anything. I just went straight for the individual. Uh, will you be? Do you have any other competitions in your sights before the games um, come back around next year? Yeah. So I've, I've the, I saw yesterday. I think Dubai champs released something. I didn't. I haven't had a look, but I saw a few comments and stuff um, that they're going to be running the event in December. So I'd like to qualify for that. It's always a good event. I actually really enjoy Dubai. It's also a very, it's very similar to the games, actually. You've got, call it 10, 15 workouts in a weekend, um, and they're all very different compared to normal training. And I mean, you get to run in the desert, and next day you're swimming in the sea. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. I love it. But ba basically, this is all predicated on how you feel. You're not going to push it this year, is what you're saying. No, I think with with them, I mean, I'll pretty much start training. Well, obviously pushing it, like you say, I'm not going to go crazy weights with all that, but uh, definitely fitness-wise and everything, I'll pick it up a notch and, you know, obviously try and qualify for that, that event for sure. And, and the guy who's nipping at your heels in Africa, do you know who he is? Is, 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 how, is there a guy or two guys that have been, like, right close to you, um, stopping you from going this, to the yeah. games? Yeah, this year, okay, well, it's, it's quite tough because in the Open, he's very good. I think last year he came second. Uh, this year he won the Open, actually. And then we had the quarterfinals, which I won, and he came second. Who is it? What's his name? Uh, Keelan Henry. Mm -hmm. Does he train with you? Uh, no, so he actually lives in France. Oh. Yeah, he went over there, I think, a few years ago. To He was a rugby player. Okay. And he was playing for the French junior team. And then I think he, in a rugby accident, he got blind in one of the eyes. So he wasn't able to compete. I mean, compete in the rugby anymore. So that's when he found CrossFit and started uh, competing with CrossFit. Um, did a finger go in his eye? I have no idea. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't even know if it was from rugby or maybe, I don't know. Okay. But, but basically, yeah. in Angel, wow. It was so then I was he just... had to stop the rugby and then obviously started with a CrossFit competing. I was just talking with someone the other day on the show about that, about how I've heard it, it's interesting. Rugby has, le do you play rugby or did you play? I used to in school. Yes. Yeah. And we were talking about how rugby is, although they don't have the pads, it's safer yeah. than American football because just by letting people use their brains, because they just won't <laughs> ram their heads into it. Just trusting human beings to do the no, right that's thing. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I look at those tackles and uh, on the American football teams, oh my goodness, how they some of them survive? I don't know, but I think there's so much padding, but it's still it can't be good for you. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the same. It's the same with boxing. They they versus MMA, right? They put the gloves on you, and theoretically, the viewers think that hey, those gloves are protecting the fighters, but they're actually making they're everything actually, worse. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Just so getting harder, yeah. pounded by a blunt object so many times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it can't be good for your head. My goodness, your brain. Uh, do you did you do any other sports besides rugby and CrossFit? So in school, I uh, played a lot of soccer in primary school or early yeah. school, and then um, 
high school, I didn't really play that much. It was a little bit of rugby here and there. Um, but I raced a lot of motocross. Um, so I raced probably from, how old was I, 14 till, say, 20. So I raced for quite a long time. And that was obviously, that kept me quite busy during high school. So on weekends, I'd have races in different provinces and, and whatnot. So, you know, school sport was kind of left to the side. Is motocross big in um, South Africa? Uh, it used to be, but then things like got very expensive. And I mean, it was very expensive to race. Um, so it kind of died off a little bit. But I think now, especially after COVID and lockdowns, people are trying to find ways of trying to be a little bit more active and get out there. So I think the sport's actually picking up quite a bit now at the moment. Would, so would, you, would you want your kids to do motocross? I've, yeah, I've actually discussed this with a wife. Um, she says no, and I say yes. Uh -huh. But I don't think motocross specifically, but I'd like to get bikes for the kids to ride and – just learn that um, coordination and everything. I think it's very good. You know, you don't have to do the races and whatnot, but just get on the track or do out rides into the into the field, and I think it I think it would be awesome, especially as a family. You know, you can get the little the little girl a quad bike, the wife a big quad bike, and then you know the, the boys can go on their two wheelers and we just ro ro ride around for a for a day. How, how old? Awesome. How old's your oldest? Uh, he is now nine. Um, I have these little tiny electric bikes that Harley Davidson makes for uh, my kids. Yes. Yeah, my oldest is six, and my youngest are four. But they're pretty cool, and they just take they just take a battery like that you would put in yeah. your drill, like in your quarter yes, drill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want to say they go fifteen miles an hour. But anyway, they can practice on them. And yeah, for sure, cover them up in pads. And but yeah, I'm with just, you. Yeah, pack them away I, pretty I, easy. I'm with your wife. My my cousins do motocross, and yeah, when they send me pictures and I watch the video, the it scares the shit out of me. Yeah, like I just think so of these little boys, and then I see them flying sixty feet in the air, and I'm like, "Holy no, shit!" Mad. Yeah. So I actually, I actually had a bad motocross accident. Um, oh, that's not of... helping your argument. <laughs> yeah, and that's exactly. My wife was there. She we were actually dating at the time, and. Uh, you know, it's kind of the reason she says, you know, it's actually just way too dangerous. I lost my kidney, burst my liver. I almost died on the track during a race. Um, and then, yeah, so that kind of stopped my motocross career. Do you have siblings? Yes. So I've got a brother and a sister. Okay. And you mentioned your brother is, uh, you said younger than four you? Years, four years younger than me, yes. And, and, and your sister? She's a year and a half, well. Just under two years older than me, so I'm the middle child. And do they do CrossFit? Um, my brother does. We own the gyms together. Um, my sister, not so much. She doesn't do CrossFit. She does her own and, training. But she does train. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And did you say it was your brother who got you into CrossFit? Who who was it who got yes. you into it? it yeah, was. my okay. brother. Yeah, yeah. And he's younger than you. Yes. Yeah, that's a trip. And um, so that was 2008. How old were you in 2008? Do you remember? Oh, goodness. 25? 20, somewhere there, seven, yeah, 25. And how did he find it? So his friend actually 
got him to go through there. They were involved because it was like a it's like an MMA gym, and they okay. were doing CrossFit on the side. So the my brother was doing the MMA with his friend, and then they started up with the CrossFit, and then they were doing both CrossFit for the fitness and MMA, obviously for their training. Um, and for months, he said to me, "Come try CrossFit. Come try CrossFit." And I was involved with the normal gym, the Globo gym training. You know, they always go, ugh, you CrossFitters, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, you just, um, so that was for months. And then uh, the one morning I was like, okay, let me just come try it. And then, yeah, as I said, the, I mean, the day I stepped in there was the day I canceled my gym membership. And is your brother cool. still doing MMA? Uh, no, he stopped that. It, so it's pretty much full-time CrossFit now. Wow, okay. and did he want to fight professionally? So he did a few fights, uh, K1 fights, which is uh, like yeah. kickboxing. Yeah. Um, nothing professional, but yeah, I think he did three or four fights. Um, and then, yeah, just he was, he was, he was uh, one of the trainers for most of the professional guys in South Africa here. Used to help out a lot with the coaching and whatnot. And then when we opened the CrossFit gym, it kind of – that all fizzled out, and then he was mainly just just CrossFit. You you have this, um, you know. You said your first competition was in two thousand nine. We're now in two thousand twenty one. Are are the competitions distinct in your mind, or has it become just one jumbled mess? No, Is it just I could like, probably, I could you still probably know. remember each. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like not so in 2000- exactly or specifically. Um, but yeah, I've got a vague. My memory is not that good either. So, <laughs> but like, but you I can do distinguish kind of doing the open in 2013 versus 2016. Like, you're like, ah, yes. yes, wow. Yeah, I can actually remember the exact gyms where we used to go. Um, we never had a gym back then. 2013. No, we opened in 2013. But before that, we used to go to someone else's gym because they were affiliated. We used to enter our scores through them. Until obviously we opened up our own gyms and stuff, but yeah, I can distinctly remember where we were. It was awesome. Is, is being a gym owner hard? Uh, no, not really. It was in the beginning, especially for myself and Rick. We, I mean, we competed from two thousand nine, so it was a little bit tricky in the beginning because we opened the gym, and I think the first thing we wanted to do was try and build up athletes to compete. Um, and uh, I think for just probably six months to a year, we actually struggled because we could never find those people to compete or want, that wanted to compete. And we were always pushing the guys, come on, let's go competitions and open. And, and then uh, I, I forget who we chatted to, but he actually said, he said, you guys must, must, mustn't look at the CrossFit to try and build athletes, you must look at the CrossFit gym to build a community and help people with their their health and their lifestyle. Don't, not everyone that comes through the door is going to be a professional athlete. Just because you and your brother were or are doesn't mean everyone else is going to be. And it kind of changed our mindset completely. And from then, it was more about programming for the community and helping people and instead of just pushing them to go heavier with the squats or run faster or, you know, so yeah, from that, it just, it just changed, changed everything in the gym, which was awesome. I'm going to um, type in the word sport here into DuckDuckGo and put in sport definition. 
It says an activity involving physical exertion and skill that is governed by a set of rules or customs that are often undertaken competitively. Such activities considered as a group. And so it, it's very easy to see CrossFit as a sport, especially if you compare it For to sure. like marathon running. It's definitely, yeah. in, in my mind, I, I don't care if someone agrees with me or don't agree with me. And it's more no, of a sport than javelin throwing. It, great, great yeah. and, which is really cool. Javelin throwing is cool, but there's, I just don't see it it's as like a, one discipline. Yeah, yeah, oh, no. and, and and even even jujitsu. There's um jujitsu guys who will fucking beat your ass on the street, and then there's sports jujitsu, and they're significantly yeah. different. And um, yeah. uh, if if you're fucking around with someone's gi, um, while they're pulling out a knife and stabbing you in the gut, I mean you're fucked. It doesn't matter if you're yeah, right. exactly. Like yeah. there's a difference. So in all of these things, uh, um. There is um, there, there's different expressions, right? There's there's CrossFit like that's happening in your gym that the person's trying to save their life, and then there's the expression of someone who's going there who wants to be the 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 best at the sport. Yeah, and I I, I truly think CrossFit is a sport, but I think CrossFit is a sport in the sense that um. God, in the sense that um, a car has a rear view mirror, meaning inside mirrors, rear view mirror and side mirrors are very important, especially yeah, like yeah, yeah. when I drive, I use them all the time. I'm, I look in my mirrors yeah. almost as much as I'm looking in the front. It's like how you see yeah, everything yeah. around you. But yeah, if you took like, them away, this fucking thing is still a car. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's still in a car. Um, uh, and so the other day, I know you're wondering where's Sevan going with this. I want to show you something that, that I saw. And, 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 so, and so when people say – when I understand why some people would think CrossFit is a sport, and I get it. But, but, but it's, it's – it's, it's, So much more than that. Yeah, it's like saying a, a Sunday is something with a cherry on it. It's it like the sport is yeah. just the cherry on top. And, but I, I saw yesterday on the CrossFit Instagram, oh, it's gone. Holy cow. Oh, dear. It's gone. They fixed it. They had changed the handle for CrossFit Instagram to CrossFit Sport. And I thought, oh, fuck. Oh, wow. They've, com they've completely lost their way. But they fixed it. It's gone. <laughs> all right, stand corrected. All right. All right. All right. All Maybe right. someone did a top so much, <laughs> so much for my angry ex-employee rant of bashing CrossFit Inc. These guys <laughs> fucking schooled my shit. There will be no ranting from me. Wow, yeah, that's know. really cool. Okay, maybe that was just an accident because I saw that they had accident, put on the yeah. main handle CrossFit Sport, and I'm like, oh man, don't you can't lump this whole thing up as a sport. It's as an amazing sport, sport yeah. and I love the sport. Yeah, but it's a sure. um, CrossFit is CrossFit. You know what I'm saying? It's that's that's it. Like the marathon's amazing and all of these Ironmans and shit are amazing, but they're not as amazing as you and your family going out to the lake and swimming across the lake and running through the woods. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just having fun. I mean, that's. Yeah, um, exactly. Uh, all South Africans care about is soccer and rugby and cricket. <laughs> that's someone put in the comments. <laughs> Gershwin. Uh Nagidi up fellow South African here. Does it bother Jason that he didn't receive media coverage in South Africa for being the fittest man in Africa? Or am I watching the wrong sports channels? Probably not. No. Um, do, do you not get enough attention, you think? 
what from our side or from the coverage from the games? Either. Let's 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 pout about everything. Yeah, the thing is, it, the CrossFit's very, if I can say, very small compared to the other sports. I for think someone sure. Said that the cricket, rugby. I mean, those are sports that have been around for over a hundred years. So, and and, 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 a, and the cricket contract in the sm- the smallest cricket contract from the smallest professional team in the world makes more money that's the thing people don't realize yeah, than of all of crossfit inc as someone was i was sh- just yeah. looking up, like the revenue of one tennis um, event in the united states is 10x the revenue of crossfit inc so people need to realize that's that crazy. although it feels massive yeah, to sure. us it's just yeah it's it's a small, small. little pebble in the ocean honestly yes. yeah so i'm actually not bothered by the coverage that we get um, I think people that know me obviously know me. I mean, I meet people out on the streets all the time. They come and say hello, and I think that's pretty cool. But I'm not expecting uh, like TV channels and whatnot to advertise me on the screen and all that. So, and I'm actually not about that. So, you know, the less coverage, I actually prefer just being the out out the limelight. So it doesn't bother me at all. It is a remarkable amount of effort you put in. Um, like for everyone in the sport knows that if you go to the CrossFit games that like you, you can say it's as small as you want, but those top 40 guys truly are the 40 fittest men on the planet. Like, yeah. like, yeah, for sure. It, it, yeah, it's, it's nuts. Um, just to put it also in perspective, we have, um, I don't know if you guys have follow American football in the United States, but in the United States, American football is huge. The NFL, yeah. the national football league. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. yet, even with the hundreds of millions or billions of dollars that that is worth, I saw a statistic once that on any given weekend, the revenue generated from golf nationally is more than the entire revenue for the entire football in the United States. And that's because once again, there's golf courses everywhere, right? And everyone has to buy those balls and those clubs and the stupid shirts. And it's like, yeah, I get it. Everything's to scale, right? Wow. Golf's huge in America though as well. I mean, when you yeah. take off from any state or when you come into land, I mean, all you see is just golf course after golf course. You're looking at the <laughs> plane. It's just like, this is incredible. And I love my golf. So I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> you do like golf? Yeah, I love golf. Yeah, I'm what actually you, really what, enjoying it lately. Because of your back? You're like, okay, this is something I can compete it's prob- in. It's probably... Probably hasn't helped my back. <laughs> Let's say that. <laughs> just because, just because swinging at that club as hard as you can and just getting in weird positions. Exactly, exactly. But uh, when I spoke to the specialist, he actually said it shouldn't affect um, your back with training because you've got that compression on your vertebra that's actually causing the the problem. So the twist is actually not affecting it. It's that. Hard impact with the squats and the lifting and whatnot. So then, how come? Safe. Then how come when we lay down at night, we've been laying down with no compression on it. We wake up in the morning and it feels like we just deadlifted a thousand pounds. Yeah, I don't know. Probably <laughs> terrible metaphor. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so bad. My has your sleep been affected by your back? Um, it was, but it's getting a lot better now. So when it was really sore and uh, niggly, I just yes, I was struggling to sleep. Um, but I feel it, it's a lot better now. Actually, thought yeah. of changing the mattress and all of this, but apparently the doctor said no, it's fine. So, yeah. um, that's basically what I'm learning. To just my my spine's better. on my my spine's yeah, on, on fire. fire, and I'm like, all right, oh, really? I like I'd like to sleep time in like ten up. minutes. My back's like, nah, it's time to get up. 
yeah, it's, yeah, time yeah. To, it's time to get up and have that <laughs> and have that first cup of coffee. Yeah, exactly. If you knew how hard it was, if, if you knew that the, the trials, well, let, let me start here first. We are, do you have any plans to open a third gym? I think there are plans. Yes. In the future. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so you really you you really are enjoying it. You really have you you've gotten over the hump, like you said. It was hard in the beginning. You've gotten over the hump. The systems yes, are in yeah. place. Your understanding of the communities in place. Exactly. Your mission, all of that. Yes, yes, yeah. And we also partnered up for our second gym. So we across the Kalami was our first gym. We partnered with a company, the side that owns a Globo gym. Um, we partnered with them. They opened a facility with. CrossFit, boxing, uh, there's something called a, like a Sweat 1000 sort of vibe. Um, and the Globo gym with uh, swimming pools and everything. So that was our second gym. So we kind of part, we got a partnership with them. And uh, they're opening more gyms. So they, well, they're going to start around the country. So we'll obviously, hopefully with them, venture out a little bit more with the other CrossFit gyms as well. Oh wow, that's cool! Congratulations. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Is um is the hang snatch still your favorite lift? I love it. E- even no squatting involved, I can pull very hard. Yeah, you don't have to squat. It's amazing. I love it. I wonder if that will change as you nurse your back more and more. Like, I wonder if it'll switch back to to bench press and strict pull ups. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but I think yeah, the hang. I mean, the power. Uh, weightlifting movements it's pretty much all I'm doing at the moment I'm staying away from squat snatches and squat cleans as much as possible but, but you still, light, then I will but you're still squatting a little bit yeah yeah I'll squat but probably I'm, I'm probably going to about 50% of my max at the moment and okay. I'll just keep it there for now and are yeah. you doing are you doing deadlifts uh, yes but also not very heavy probably also at about 50% and very controlled, nothing, it, nothing, ex, nothing explosive. Nothing crazy, nothing stupid. If I get tired in a workout and I feel my form going out of whack, I actually just slow down and just completely either stop or just slow down so I can do it correctly. Yeah, I, like I said, I'm just tired of injuries and whatnot. Right. So I'm uh, getting, I, getting to that stage of my life and my age where I'm, I'm kind of, I want to be in control with my body and kind of need it to be healthy. It's not as get, young, and it's not going to repair or recover as quick as what it used to. Do you ever get concerned that maybe you're doing damage to it that's not worth the trade-off in your older years? Yeah. I just wonder, yeah, I always thought, like, I know CrossFit is very good, but I think at the intensity and the level that we're pushing our bodies as games athletes and how often we train, if it's not more detrimental than beneficial. Right. Um, but I think that what I'm doing at the moment, it's, uh, it's actually good. Yeah. Uh, not pushing it too hard or too much. I would guess every sports like that. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Could be, could go for anything. Yeah. Any, anything you do, if you want, if you start competing at the highest level, you have to, you're, you're and there's pay. always going to be issues down the line. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. A knee. Uh, a broken neck. I, it, sure. it's, the, it's the difference between, I mean, think of the, just the difference between like um, doing jujitsu at your local gym versus being in the UFC. 
Yeah, of course, you, exactly. Right, it's like yeah, you just at that that level at the top, which is going to be pushing your body to the limits. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, thank you, Jason. No, thank I, you. I really, thank you very re- much for having I really, me. I really appreciate this. Um, I, I it, this was uh, one of the best conversations I've had at uh, seven in the morning. Oh, awesome. So yeah, oh, awesome. Oh yeah, I forgot. It's very early there. Yeah, I, I like <laughs> getting I like, ready for dinner in bed. <laughs> oh, awesome! I like to do it at yeah. seven in the morning um, because now, like, I'm done and I can play with my kids the rest of the oh, day. Oh, then you got the rest of the day. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, All thank right. you very much. Oh, thanks for having me, and thanks for the opportunity. I really yeah. enjoyed it. And tell your wife and your kids now that we're getting off, they can scream and, and they party. They carry on with the noise and the mess. Yes, yeah, yes. And it, and it, wasn't, ba- it wasn't bad at all. <laughs> okay, awesome. Perfect. All right, thank man. You thank much. you. Yeah, we're Thanks no longer 